This is LPGOB. Listen up, children. You are listening to Fem House Radio. I said, listen up, children. Say hello. A wonderful night is made as much by the dancers as the music. <laughs> Got it as much by the spirit of joy in the room. House Radio. This week's guest, Honey XO. Yeah. <laughs> 
whatever.
flying. Yep, everything gon' be
Sutton and Happy New Year. It is her mix a lot, uh, your executive director and co-founder. I am here with Honey. Honey is straight out of Pittsburgh, creating one of the most beautiful scenes that I think is emerging right now in dance music, specifically for queer black people. Honey, what's happening? How you doing, Lo? Her mix a lot. I love that. <laughs> uh, you're a DJ, you're an event curator. Um, I think, in my opinion, you're a community activist. Tell me about the scene that you're building in Pittsburgh and tell me what brought you from New York to Pittsburgh. I mean, there was a few reasons. My mother um, was born in Pittsburgh and moved back here when I was in college. And the thing about Pittsburgh is it's, it's definitely not like a bigger city where you can wander a little bit and find music events or maybe, you know, stumble into your community here, you kind of have to know people. It took me a couple years of being here, maybe a year and a half, two years before I could find the queer people. So then I found the queer people and I was like, okay, where's the black queer people? <laughs> you were like... <laughs> you know? And it was, there was really no um, centralized event or um, event producer or booker or curator who was doing that on a regular basis. Like there were definitely events that were happening, but it just seemed like there wasn't anything, there wasn't really anything like black queer woman led here. I, I thought to myself, like if there's already somebody doing this, I figured that I could just join them, but there kind of just wasn't anything. So I started it. It used to be called Darkness is Spreading. I, I decided to change it from Darkness is Spreading to Most Beautifulest, which is the name of my collective now. I wasn't a DJ when I moved from New York. I knew everybody I knew was a DJ. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is what I was supposed to be doing with my life. I don't think I would have found like my calling, like my life's calling if, if I wasn't here in, in, in the form of DJing, creating community and um, doing everything I can to for, for access in the nightlife industry here in the city and beyond. Talk to me about the seed of community that you planted, planted and how, you know, now all of a sudden you're a DJ. When I moved here, I started, um, I definitely started event producing first and throwing parties out here. Like I'm definitely a party girl. Like that, that is one thing that has never changed about me. We had an Ace Hotel here in Pittsburgh. It actually closed during the pandemic and never opened again, RIP Ace Hotel Pittsburgh. And I started throwing events there first because in like an Ace Hotel in New York, I was used to the, like lobby parties. So when they opened it up in here, I probably went maybe less than a month after they opened and I met um, the person that was in charge of events out there. His name is Aaron Clark. He runs a club called Hot Mass out here. His crew called is called Honcho. And I said, hey, I wanna, I wanna do a lobby party. <laughs> and he said, okay. <laughs> and so I was like, the, I had the first lobby party at Ace Hotel Pittsburgh. And, and as I started inviting DJs here, I started looking for women DJs in particular because all the lineups were always all men. It was like all men and like one woman DJ who is usually DJ Femi, who's a really good friend of mine. Still work with her to this day. So yeah, I just think it was a kind of a, if you build it, they will slowly trickle in sort of thing because I had, I had an audience. I've had an audience for a while just because of my work in, in music in general, but it took a while to get the word out, like, hey, 
I'm a black queer woman. I was first and foremost, where like the like where are the black lesbians? Like, come on, you know, like let's let's like have have a movement here because there's again nothing really for black queer people, but definitely black lesbians. Like we love to. Well, they not me. They love to sit on the couch. They find them a girl. They're not going nowhere ever. Um, and then just establishing that that my events were always going to be a safe space. I think a lot of people use those words, but it was like very important to me that, you know, the Afropunk theory of like no homophobia, no transphobia, no body shaming, like when we're not doing no Islamophobia, like we're not doing none of that at my events. And it took a while, but they slowly trickled in and they're still trickling in right now. Speaking of black lesbians, uh, tell me about your, your new residency. There's a new queer venue here in Pittsburgh called The Underground. Um, it's actually built um, inside the oldest LGBTQ plus bar in the whole city. It's called uh, Brewers. And they have um, two floors underneath the main floor and they built that they built that. It's actually really beautiful. It sounds great in there. Started a residency in January called Scissor, S-Z-R. And I, it's, it's free. Keep when we, when are we going to get that, when are we going to get that Scissor party in uh, LA, California, Oakland, California? I mean, I didn't, I already knew this, but it's just like a realization that keeps happening that this is kind of an issue all over the country, actually. It is. Lesbian specific sapphic spaces are either just not happening anymore or they never got started there. There's no really, there's like a handful of lesbian bars even left in the whole country. So I, 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 I intend to deliver on that. Maybe find me a wife while I'm I'll be there. I I know that's right. I'll be there for that. I'll be there for all those things. Um, Tell the folks where to find you moving forward. Where you gonna be at? I'll actually be in Mexico next month. Um, I'm playing a festival called Somos. It's February 8th through the 12th in Puerto Vallarta. The next weekend, February 16th through 18th, I'll be playing Bajidora, which is a festival in Morados, Mexico, which is much bigger. It's the biggest thing I've ever played. Like I could potentially be playing in front of like 15, 16, 17,000 people. Femhouse fam, this has been Honey XO. Uh, it's been you. an absolute joy to, to share space with you. Um, thank you for everything you're doing for the culture, for the community to push things you forward. Too. Thank you. This was an honor that y'all reached out to me. I'm, I'm, I'm really floored by this. This is crazy. Thank you so much.
House Radio. Clap your hands.
to the left. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. One hop this time. Reverse. Reverse. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Reverse. 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 Cha-cha now, y'all. Cha-cha again. Cha-cha now, y'all. Cha-cha again. Turn it out. To the left. Take it back now, y'all. Two hops, two hops. Two hops, two hops. Right foot, let's stop. Left foot, let's stop. That child around. Hop it out now. Slide to the right. Slide to the left. Take it back now, y'all. Cha-cha now, y'all.
Miss Honey. I know you hear me calling you Miss Honey. the fem house hymn of the week
Fem House Radio. 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 Radio.